Welcome to Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. I'm here to help you discover and get clear on how you operate as your best self to create more success, more happiness, and more peace in your daily life and business. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Cue the Clarity. I'm your host, Mina Kunlositep. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is figuring out and planning what is next for you. Like what is going to happen in this new year and what is going to be the vision for your business? So I love talking about that. I think it's just one of my favorites along with morning routines, which I wanted to jump into a little bit because I just got done with my walk. And for all of you that listened to the episode, give yourself a reset. It was episode two, where I talk about the slower mornings approach. And one of the letters in there is exercise. So I just went for my walk. It is crazy cold where I am. So forgive that I might be a little bit out of breath. And I had somebody reach out and say, what if I miss a day? What if I miss a day of my morning routine of slower mornings? And I am a firm believer that, you know, you win the morning, you win the day. It's the time where you get to create the space for you to build the momentum for the day, for you to prioritize yourself. And so what do you do if you miss a day? I think you just give yourself the permission to miss that day. This is the first episode after Thanksgiving. There was a resistance even from me that I just did not feel like doing any of the things, especially writing. I I think that's one of the things that I feel the most resistance on because it just feels hard sometimes. And so lately I've been just doing the, the give prompts where it's something I'm grateful for, something that I want to set the intention of what I'm going to do that day. So if it's like writing outlines or podcasts or whatever it is I want to do for that day. And then visioning what I want in this life, what I desire, and then what I am feeling in my emotions. So G-I-V-E. So I've been feeling that resistance, especially around the writing part of it, but I've just been doing it. I've been giving myself the permission to miss those days and then to get right back on track because life is lifing and it happens and we're humans, right? We feel that resistance because we're pushing against the comfort zone. And so just give yourself that permission to be human and get back on track. So I just wanted to say that because I've had a few people reach out to me with that similar question, but also I've had a lot of people, and I'm so grateful for this, that have said that it's really helped them. And I really appreciate everybody who has been leaving reviews or taking the time to reach out to me because we're doing this, you know, one feedback at a time, one brick at a time, one review at a time. And um, I really appreciate that. So today we're going to talk about this question of clarity of what is coming up for a lot of us in vision casting or charting your business for the next 12 months. What do you want in your life and business? What do your clients want? And what's next for you? And I say that into the coming new year, but I really don't believe there's any sort of magic around January 1st. This is really important work in having you feel purposeful and intentional when you're building your life and business, no matter what the date is. So you don't have to wait till January 1st. You could be listening to this, you know, 
April 2nd or something and feel like this would be a good time for you to revisit your numbers, revisit your goals and check the alignment in how you're building your business and building your life. And I think that this is especially important when you feel in a slump, you know, as entrepreneurs, we always go into those slumps, you know, kind of in and out of slumps where we're needing to rest or we're needing to get a little bit of perspective and inspiration again. And I found the best way is to dig into this process because we forget what we've done. We forget how far we've come. And this can really help you get re-inspired about your business and the life that you're creating. So come back to this episode. I'm going to do this at a helicopter view because I think that it can get really intensive. And I would love to come out with a clarity course a workshop or a clarity course, mini course, where you'd be able to tackle this and go back into this as much as you needed to, because I think that I get so excited and I feel like it's been super impactful for getting you re-engaged in the life that you're creating alongside your business, right? I really like to come from an angle of building your business so that it can serve your life that your business is there to give to your life where it's life-giving versus taking away from your life. It serves your life, okay? And I've been calling that a work-life flexibility. So I believe in this work-life flexibility, meaning that it bends and it ebbs and flows back and forth. And I think of it as like, if you look at the spectrum of when you're building a business and usually it might be, I want the financial freedom or I want the freedom to build whatever type of business it is. But when you're building a really rigid business, let's say that's one side of the spectrum, the rigid business where it's time for time or you're stuck in your business or the business cannot run without you, it can feel really rigid where it will just crumble if you're not there. On the other side of that spectrum is this idea that people are touting of passive income. It's not so realistic of doing this passive income where you just sit there and don't put much effort in, but that money just flows to you. So in my mind, at least, I see work-life flexibility is the sweet spot in between those two things, in between that rigid business and that not so realistic idea of passive income. Right in the middle is work-life flexibility. So somewhere in between there is this beautiful life that you get to build your business to serve your life. And that flexibility of bending to your life, it, it looks like this. It's like taking your dog to the vet in the middle of the day. It's attending your kids' activities at school. It's working out whenever you feel like it or going to lunch with some friends or going for a walk or having the time to decompress and be creative because that time, that quiet time is just as important as the work itself. So I think of that work-life flexibility and that has been one of those core values that I'm really feeling like I want to share with the world. So that is the angle that I like to take and how I'll be teaching this to you today. And it kind of comes in three steps in the helicopter view. So step one of that is that you'll be reflecting and reviewing in a sit-down session with yourself. It is the time to get introspective after you've gathered the data. 
Okay. The data might be the numbers for your business in the year, the numbers for your household, like your, if you have a budget or, you know, I don't really call it my budget. I call it my lifestyle, what I need to be bringing in and how I can maintain my lifestyle that I want. Plus the lifestyle of the future self that I am planning for. It could be surveys that you're giving your customers and your clients that what they want. It might be the calendar that you stuck to this previous year in how you did put your time and effort in this previous year, along with some notes, like if you did do audits or debriefs, gather all that up into a file folder or multiple ones and take it offline. So Print it off so you can have it like gathered on a table in front of you so you can go into this deep dive with being disconnected from technology because that is just, at least for me, a recipe to get super distracted on what's happening on Instagram or what's happening, you know, even when I dig into the numbers like, ooh, what's happening over here? But if you have those at your fingertips, then you don't need to build up that resistance to the distraction that is so easy to fall into. And so you have all those. And then so sit down and I'm going to kind of go through like some questions or some prompts to ask yourself in this sit down session. So the first question is, if I were to describe my past year in three words, what would it be? So the past year in three words, this was kind of funny because it's true for me, but the three words for me would be um, pivotal crying. (laughs) And I don't say crying in a bad way. I think that my body simply processes by crying. So when I'm super angry, I cry. When I'm super happy, I cry. When I'm super sad, I cry. When I'm watching Bluey episodes with my kids, I cry. It's just like, I don't know, my body doesn't know how to process without crying. And when I'm doing my slower mornings, I always think I need to drink more water right now because I'm just like crying out all the tears as I'm processing so much in my body. So it was pivotal. It was such a pivotal year for me in doing hard things, but important things, I guess super pivotal in who I was before and who I am now. And then crying because it's just how I've been processing things, it feels like. And the last word was stretch. It felt like a big time stretch for me. Everything felt uncomfortable, but transformative, whether it was good or bad, it felt very stretchy to me. So those are my three words. Now, It just gives your mind and body a way for you to get kind of open to what last year was about before we take a deep dive. So think about those three words for yourself and then let's move on to what happens next. So next is deep diving into that data that I had you gather. So deep diving into those numbers, those surveys, the calendar, and to understand what what worked for you and what didn't work for you. So first question would be what worked for you that made money and even at what pricing, right? What worked and why do you think it worked? What are you gleaning from that that project working that you could take into this new year? Like what could you carry forward into this new year? And the reason why we have you do this reflection first is because that way you'll be able to make decisions with understanding where you've been, right? You're making decisions, informed decisions. And so that is why I want you to start with the reflection, okay? 
And so deep dive into your numbers, what made you money and at what pricing, why do you think it worked? And then the flip side of that, what didn't work and what learning lesson can you pull from it? Like what learning lesson can you pull from why it was so draining or why it felt so hard? Okay. So kind of do a full scope of that and break it down, write it on pieces of paper. There's no perfection to this. So these are just simply asking questions. So to open yourself up to where your business is going in this coming year, like what's next for you. Third, I want you to ask yourself, what are some big accomplishments that I'm proud of myself for and some skill set improvements that I want to celebrate? So you could see that in those three words, some skill set improvements that I felt really proud of was that I feel like I really tapped into my emotional intelligence, my self-awareness. And then also some big, I had so many big accomplishments. Um, I'm not going to go full in detail into those, but I think that it's important for you to list out your accomplishments so you can celebrate how far you've come because we tend to forget all of those things, all the things that we celebrated along the way and that they have done a domino effect into where we are now. So those are the big accomplishments and the skill set improvements. What did you, what muscles did you build? Was it in making videos? Was it in being more vocal? So what were those things that were skill set improvements, whether it be communication or internally team-wise, internally yourself, like being introspective in your own self, or was it more expansive that it made a big impact on your community and the people that were around you? Okay. And then the next question, and this is why I want to go more into a deep dive, because I think these are really big questions. When you sit down with yourself, it probably will take a good hour right? A good hour for you to think about all of these and review it. If anything, it should be more than an hour, but I would say loosely that if you wanted to do a snapshot, that it could be an hour, but it could be also where you take a CEO day or two days, you rent an Airbnb and you actually sit down and you think about what's next for your business before you express it even to your team, And so these are questions that you're sitting down with yourself in order to build the business that you want to build and make sure that you're aligned. So the next question is, in this previous year, what values came to the forefront that you realized were actually really important to you? What values came to the forefront that you realized were actually important to you? And so... This is just an example of, I realized that work-life flexibility is actually super important to me in the way that I'm going to build them into the core of how I build Cue the Clarity. Also, there's other things of one of the values for me is really keeping things simple, like light and simple, but impactful. So those are some core values. Also, when doing some more digging into what my values are in this assessment that I took, it was like the number one thing for me was hope. And so I know that positivity and hope is how I'm wired in this world. And so even writing those things down and realizing those are the things that I feel resistance when those things are not in place. And if you're having trouble with this, dig into some, I don't know, like ask chat GPT, what are some values that might be important to people? And then you'll get a list of values. Like, is it courage? Is it bravery? Is it learning? Is it beauty? Is it 
community? Is it so many other different things that might you you might have found that are important to you that you did not realize it until you started living your life, you know, and life is lifing, and then you still have to move forward regardless. Okay. So next question, and this is question number five, is how did you spend your time? We are deep diving into how you made your money, but I want you to deep dive into your time and energy. So this is the data of looking at your calendar and understanding how many hours did you actually work on your business? Did you want it to be more or less? What was your ideal schedule to begin with? And what was keeping you from living the ideal schedule? What was your biggest distractions, your time sucks? What was really stopping you from sticking to your schedule? And how can you how can you move forward in this coming year in an ideal workflow for you? Something that's customized to you, where you have a start time and an end time, where you are working in the ideal time for you. My ideal time when I'm working is from 10 until noon. That is when I can do some deep work after I've done my morning routine of slower morning, I can really start to think in my best brain. And that is when I can dive into the priority projects. And so that is the ideal time for me. Okay, so next question, and I'm going to go quickly through this one, and that is founder fit. So founder fit, if you're out there in the world learning about business, you'll hear this this phrase called product market fit. When there's big businesses being built, there's the product market fit. Does your product fit the market? But what happens to be overlooked in small businesses that is not there in big businesses to assess the health of your business, the way that you're building it. Are you a fit for that product market founder fit? And it really takes into account the enjoyment factor of how you're building your business in alignment with who you are and how you operate. Is your business model the way that you're building it aligned with you? Some questions to ask yourself is, if you have a big team, do you like having a big team? If you have a small team, do you like having a small team? Are you doing like one-on-one work or freelancing or course creation? What things do you, what is it in your business model that is making your money for you? And what do you find actually draining though? Do those products or projects that you are working on, are they the ones that you're like really proud of and lit up by? What were your favorite ones and what were you getting excited about? Because in this business model conversation that you and I are having right now, could you start to restructure your business model to do more of what you love while staying profitable? And so that is what we need to think about. So that is that review, sit down with yourself portion of this planning session that I'm doing with you on vision casting your business. So I think that because this has gotten pretty long, I'm going to start a new podcast episode, okay? So the next episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to goal set, what you need to do in step two and probably step three 
in this next episode. So I'll see you over there. Thanks everybody. I hope you found this helpful and I'm excited to see you in the next episode.